What's going on, buddies? It's your boy, Spuddy McGee, here. Since it's only my voice, you know what time it is. It's Spuddy's Quick Picks. Week 8. Going back on last week's record in week 7. Didn't do so hot. Um, Just straight picking. I was 9-4. and four. Game the spreads involve. 7-6. and six. Over-unders this week. I was five and eight, not getting the over unders. Uh, a lot of scores didn't go my way. Um, that's my bad. I mean, to be honest, I usually go mostly o- overs when it comes to over and unders. But um, I know last week I kind of mixed it up, and that shit bit me in the ass. Not gonna lie. It's a new week though. More games to be played. This week we only got two buys. We got the Raiders and we got the Ravens, so um, I think we got like an extra two to three more um, games going on, so um, let's go through them. Up first, we got the Packers versus the Cardinals. Um, Both teams are riding hide right now. Um, Big thing to look out for in this game, Packers are going to be without Devontae Adams. Ah, um... Really big blow to the Packers, especially against the Cardinals, which I know they need Devontae Adams in this game. The question is, can they still do it without Devontae Adams in an early Thursday game? Well, Spuddy's going to take a chance, and I say yes. I think Packers are just fine without Devontae Adams. Not that he's not a big difference maker, but I feel like people could step up on that team and um, at least give their best performance this Thursday against the Cardinals. The Cardinals have a nice defense, but at the same time, um, they can allow a lot of points to get scored on them. So they're not invincible or anything like that. And I think Packers can do that. Maybe this week they utilize Aaron Jones a lot compared to last week. Who knows? But, um, Cardinals had a they're known to have slow starts so I mean if you keep them from actually starting all game Packers go in it and I think the Packers go in um the over and under is gonna be 51 I'm gonna go over I'll just go over I might just go over this whole week who knows but we'll get down to it uh up next we got the divisional uh, matchups on Sunday morning. We got the Falcons versus the Panthers. Um, Falcons are trading up. Panthers are trading down. Um, I think the biggest surprise since our um, quarter recap have been the Panthers. Four straight losses. We said the Panthers were going to do some damage on the quarter recap, and they are blowing it the most we could say about that whole situation they're blowing it um i'm not convinced that they could win against the falcons either um just showing that sam Darnold's not who we thought he was um if you could put some pressure on him he folds and the giants scored 25 on them and the panthers only scored three points yikes do they get a um, favorable defense against Atlanta? I think they do. But 
I think the Falcons right now, they're on a roll a little bit. They came from the bye, at least scoring more points than usual. So I got the Falcons winning this one, and I got them covering their spread of two and a half points. And I think this game will go over 46 points. Uh, side note, too, is um, I guess the Panthers really miss Christian McCaffrey because it just seems like they have no flow right now. But the Panthers should get some defensive people back into their fold again. So, yeah. That's for the Falcons. Um, offense is definitely different from the past years, but they're utilizing Kyle Pitts more. Cordell Patterson has been their bread and butter when it comes to that. I think they kind of they kind of just relied to Cordell Patterson to be the the lead back now. So, um, yeah, I got Panthers. I mean, not Panthers. Falcons covering the spread over forty six. Up next, we got the Bills versus Dolphins. Bills coming back from bye. Um, even though they took that loss against Tennessee, I still think they're the top dog in the AFC right now. Um, they had the game in the bag. I mean, it was a close game, but they had the game in the bag, but that decision kind of screwed it up for them. But I think they'll get back on the wagon and, um, beat the Dolphins. Now the question is, can the Dolphins score points back? And, um, I think they can. I feel like, I feel like it's not going to be a blowout, blowout, but, um, they're at a tipping point right now. Um, the head coach is not too particularly happy about the performance of the team. I feel like it's mainly the defense. But the offense ain't helping too much anyways. Um, I don't know. When I watch Tua play, it's not convincing that he's the he's the guy there. You know, he scored four, touchdown, four touchdowns last game. Did throw two INTs. But, I mean, I don't know. It's just... I feel like more could be done in that position, and he's not the real answer. But then again, defense definitely not helping him out. But I got the Bills on this one. Um, I actually am going against the spread, though, and going with the Dolphins, covering a 13-and-a-half-point spread. I, I I think the Dolphins could at least put up a fight for a little bit, but they won't get blown out. They'll, they'll lose by 10 points, I feel. So I think they'll cover the spread. This game's going forty-eight um, over 48 points. Up next, we got the Niners. We got the Bears. Two teams that are sloths on offense right now. Jeez. I mean, for the Niners, they did play a rainy game. But even when they were trying to pass it in the rain, it was like weird decisions. Like, why did you do that type of scenarios? It only seems like they want to throw the Debo Samuels and Debo Samuels only. Um, I went in on them a little bit in the nightly re- um, week seven recap, so you can go check that out. But um, as far as Niners goes, they need to find something on offense to get that shit going because their defense just has a ton of injuries right now. So um, in a way, thank God they're going against the Bears. Because the Bears' offense ain't doing too much, too. They got to let Justin Fields run. If he ain't running on that just bad Bears line, he's going to get eaten up every single game. And I think Niners still have a pass rush to get to Justin Fields. So it's not going to look pretty. Um, Bears still have a decent defense. So 
I know they're going to, it's going to be a very, very low scoring game. I feel, or it might be surprisingly high. Who knows? I, I, I mean, the over under is 39 and a half points. So we'll see, but I got Niners. They're coming the three and a half point spread for the over and under. I want to say it's going to be a low scoring game, but all it takes is two, three possessions and they're going over 39 and a half points. I'm going with the safe route. I'm going over with this one, but I got Niners winning. Up next, we got another divisional game. We got the Steelers and Browns. Um, Browns coming off a win against the Broncos, the Olympian Broncos. Um, relied on a running attack without Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The Ernest Johnson stepped up, put up 140-plus. Good on him. Nick Chubb should be back, but Kareem Hunt is still in the IR. So I still expect the Ernest Johnson to definitely have a role on this team. Not as big as last week where he got most of the carries, but he's definitely going to make himself present while um, Hunt is on the IR. But um, they're going against Steelers. Defense should be healthy, should be ready to go after a bye week. Um, Offense still not convincing, but it seems like they're going back the good old olden day Steelers offense. Ground and pound. Najee Najee Harris is going to get bulk of the load and throw sparingly. They're not going to. They're not going to go crazy with the throwing because Ben Roethlisberger can't do it as well as he used to. As long as he got protection, but Brown's got a a nice line to cause some problems. I think they will cause problems in this matchup. Big Big Ben's going to have a long day. I got the Browns covering a three and a half point spread and they're going to, they're going to go over 42 and a half points. I feel it could easily be a 24, 20 game. So I got Browns up next. We got the Eagles. We got the lions Lions still going for the first win. Eagles just in the rut right now. They're trying, they're, they're competing though. But it's usually just garbage time what's happening with over at Eagle Land. And I feel like the Lions will get the first win this week. I I feel it. I feel it. They compete. They just can't finish the job. Or they'll play for only a half. But I feel like they have a chance to win it. They have a chance to win at home. Um, I think the Lions have a favorable matchup against the Eagles. I don't know beyond this week if they have another one, but this is probably their easiest matchup that they could get the win off of right now. They just got to buckle down and do it because the problem with Detroit is they can't score points past 20. I think they scored over 20 twice this year, but in order to beat the Eagles, they got to score over 20. That's all I know, because the Eagles could score 20 points out of desperation. No problem, I feel. Jalen Hurts will get that done. But we'll see what happens. Um, Eagles right now is just, they can't get nothing going on offense. And Jalen Hurts is frustrated, and I feel for the guy. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I feel for Jalen Hurts and <laughs> that the Eagles aren't getting anything going. So... Um, 
Um, yeah, it's just hard to look at the Eagles right now. And when it comes to their defense, they got a pass rush. They got Darius Slay. But other than that, you could pick apart this defense, no problem, and um, score some points. So if they can at least protect Jared Goff, Detroit has has the win. And I got the win for Detroit. They're covering a three-point spread. But I think they're also going over 48 points. So, hooray for the Lions if they win. Up next, we got Titans. We got the Colts. Divisional matchup in the morning in Colts land. Um, Titans really p- trying to pull away with this division right now. They are 5-2. and two. Colts are trying to make a comeback. They are 3-4. and four. Um, The last few weeks for both these teams have been... Um, Nice. Other than the Colts loss against the Ravens, which I feel like they should have won. Um, I feel like they're riding high. They're they're in the right direction. Um, utilizing Jonathan Taylor, their asset on that whole team. I that's the foundation of the team. They got Quentin Nelson back, so run running should be a lot easier as well. I think this week Ty comes back again because he was out last week, but. Um, I think he'll be good this week. I want to say so, but they did lose Paris Campbell, one of their speed guys. So it's all right. But Michael Pittman Jr. really showing out for the Colts right now. That's good. They need, they need that from him. Second year player. Great. Compliment both Carson Wentz and the run. So good on the Colts. Defense is looking crisp, crisp again. So good on them. But going to the Titans, um, they surprised a lot of people, not just by winning, because I had the Titans winning last week. They held Casey to three points. Patty Mahomes did not have a touchdown. Got nothing going on offense. Threw an interception against this Titan D. Now, we weren't too hot about this Titans D early on in the season, but do we change our minds about them? My mind is not changed on this Titans defense, but at the same time, I will say some good about this Titans defense. They play the Titans play defense like how the KC defense played on their Super Bowl one run that they won. They're gonna allow a lot of a lot of yards, possibly touchdowns, but they could create turn, turnovers as well. So, because the Titans, when they beat the Bills, they allowed a lot of points. They allowed a lot of yards, but they could create turnovers as well. And as long as you have a positive turnover margin, you can win games. So, I think that's the identity of the Titans right now. Now, do they have the high-power offense of that Chiefs team like two, three years ago? No, no. Because their offense runs off of Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's success is what fuels this whole offense. And another surprise is Chiefs held Derrick Henry under 100 yards this game. And he had 29 carries. But that also creates situations for Tannehill to go on a run and pick apart defenses, which he did this past week. Um, His best performance to date this season when it comes to being a QB 
him and AJ Brown had a nice connection going on for for the whole game. AJ Brown had a nice game, but I think it was a one-off because Tannehill hasn't played well this whole season, and he really wasn't that pressured the last game. So I expect a different result this week. Tannehill will have a lot more pressure, but the radar's on him because if he could perform very well against this Colts team, maybe a turn of events have happened on the offense and things are just clicking right now. But to go off that... I got the Titans winning. It's only a one-point spread, so, you know, you're basically picking who do, who do you think is going to win, Titans or Colts. I got Titans. I think this game will go over 49 points. On to the next to another surprising team. The Bengals are 5-2. and two. They destroyed the Ravens, 41-17. Burrow is as cool as ever. This is LSU Burrow going on right now. Really leading the the team right now to victory, getting everyone involved. Tight end, receiver, running back, don't matter. He's got the whole offense going right now, and it's fun to see. Fun team to see. Not only that, their defense is playing lights out right now. You know they they do their job, and that's all you want from a defense if your offense is performing that high. But their defense is really nice right now. When they need to buckle down and make some stops, they can make some stops. And good on you, Bengals. Um, I feel like their success continues more, continues as the weeks go on. They got an easy matchup against the Jets, which could be a trap game. You know, when you see something like this, 5-2 and two versus 1-5, and five, you know, one one team might have an off game, and I and I think the Bengals might have an off game, but I'm not picking them to have an off game. I feel like the Bengals will win. They should cover a 10-point spread, and they should cover a 43-and-a-half-point spread. Now, when we go to the Jets and why this might be an off game for the Bengals, um, they got destroyed by the Patriots, 54 to I think it was like 13. Yeah, something ugly like that. But I don't think they're going to re- repeat performances like that. They did lose Zach Wilson, which kind of sucks for them. But they have their backup in. Do I have any faith in the backup? No, no. I, I don't think he's going to win a game as a Jets quarterback. But there are some pieces on the offense that could help him, you know, at least make it interesting. Yeah, you know, why not? I think the defense could play a little bit better. Who knows? But I got the Bengals winning. They're covering their 10-point spread, and they'll be over 43.5 points. Um, Yeah. Excuse me. Up next, we got the Rams. We got the Texans. Um, After a slow start against the Lions, Rams took care of business. A little, little bit close, though. I think they won by either nine or ten point nine or eleven points. The Rams did. Thought they were gonna win by more, but I mean they got their dub. Cooper Cup, Stafford, that connection is unreal right now. It continues against the Texans. Um this game is fourteen and a half point spread. I think the the Rams cover it because I think Texans are a worse team, and that is because their offense cannot get going. 
I don't think Terod Taylor gets off the IR, so you're left with Mills. So I don't think this offense is going anywhere against this Rams defense. And the Rams will light up the scoreboard. Um, This might be the only game where I'm under 48. Because they're covering their spread of 14.5 points. Rams. I got them going under 48, honestly. Because I think the Rams will score somewhere around 30. But I don't see the Texans scoring more than 10 this week. So, I got Rams. Okay, going into afternoon games now. We got the Patriots. We got the Chargers. Patriots coming back from a 54-13 win. I think that's more because of all the turnovers the Jets did. And Patriots were just able to run all over the Jets. So... Yeah, nothing nothing to really see from the Patriots still, I feel. You know, nothing impressive. They play hard, at least the defense-wise, but the offense just doesn't just doesn't look threatening to me yet. If there if it does to other people. Don't 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 be fooled. Please don't get fooled. They do have a nice running back though, in Damian Harris. They got pieces, but it's just not consistent. That's it. Then we got Hunter Henry who is a former Charger. And Chargers coming back from by, so they're fresh. They're healthy. They're looking like they're ready to go at home. I got the Chargers winning this one. They're going to cover their 5.5 spread. And I think this game goes over 49 points. Um, Chargers, I think they're going to be winning the, the, the division this year. I still do. Even though they didn't win against the Ravens, I think that was a wake-up call saying, hey, we still got a lot of work to do. Let's get going. Um, Herbert should have a nice game against the Patriots. I think this is is the game that Keenan Allen goes off. We'll see. But I got the Chargers covering their spread over 49. Up next, we got the Jaguars versus the Seahawks. Um, yeah, Seahawks looking lost without Russell, and it showed it in the Monday night game, just a real boring slog fest going on there, the offense was literally on first gear the whole game, it was kind of insulting, defense is just like hit and miss, sometimes they play hard, sometimes they just allow everything to happen, and they kept the Saints' weird offense to 13 points. They still lost, but 13 points is something, I guess. But coming back from there by Jaguars, um, they got their win in London. And I think, I think they get the ball rolling again. I think they pull out another dub against this crippling Seahawks team. Um... James Robinson, they're finally utilizing him to the fullest. He'll get going. I think Trevor Lawrence is finally being comfortable in the NFL now. So I think he's going to utilize all his targets um, on the offensive side of things. So I expect um, good things from the Jags this week. I think they'll score like 28 points, at least four touchdowns total this week against the Seahawks team. Um, when it comes to the defensive side, I think they go hold, you know, the, um, Seahawks to 14 points, maybe. I think so. 
14, 17 points. Might be like a 24, 17 game. Something like that. I'm I'm thinking of the realm of that score for them. Who knows? This is going to be a very, very interesting game. Could be a boring game, but it could be exciting, I feel. We don't know what we're going to get. But I got the Jags winning this one. Um, So that means they're covering their plus three-point spread since they are the underdogs. And I'm going over 43.5 points. So, yeah. On to the next. Another pair of struggling teams. We got the Washington football team versus the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos really put out a crippling Teddy Bridgewater last Thursday against the Browns. It didn't help him at all. Pre-game, he was limping all over the field. You saw it in his play. It it wasn't pretty. I really wanted, you know, Broncos to really show out this season, but they dropped four. Injuries are really taking a hold of this team, offense and defensively. And um I want it I wanna say it continues, but they are playing against the Washington football team. Um under Taylor um Heineke. Everyone thought they were gonna be gunslinging, you know, pulling out some upset wins, but I think we they are who we thought they were without Fitzpatrick at home. Even with Fitzpatrick at home, we weren't expecting much out of this team. But the biggest prize of this team is um, their defense is not as good as we thought, too. I think we overhyped this defense from last year because of their pass rush was so efficient. But this year, it's been non-existent this year. So not much to expect from this game. It might be another slog fest, 13-10 game. I don't think it's going to be that, but it might be like that Monday night game that we just saw. Who knows? But I got the Broncos winning this one. They'll get out of their slump, um, and they'll cover their 43.5 point spread. They're going over. On to the next. We got the Bucks. We got the Saints, divisional game. When it comes to divisional games, Bucks and Saints usually have a high-scoring game. And I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Saints like to play to their competition, I feel. Which means, against the Buccaneers, they're going to be scoring points. Don't know how. Don't know with who. They're just going to do it. Because last week, I mean, the Monday night game against the Seahawks, they only scored 13. For I don't know what reason, but watch this game be pretty high scoring. I can see the Bucks scoring 30, Saints 20, something like that. But Bucks, um, they're nice. They get the job done. They score their points. I think they could be better, though. That's the crazy thing about it. I think that they're 6-1, and one, but I think they could be better. But that's usually how Tom Brady teams operate. Later in the season, they play Chris. You can't can't defeat him. Yada yada yada. Um, this is just the beginning season of them. They're about to go in mid season mode very very soon. So watch out. But I expect a close game from these two, high scoring as well. But I got the Bucks winning this one, covering their five point spread. It's gonna go over fifty and a half points. But um, yeah, too many weapons on this Bucks team. 
Uh, Fournette seems like the lead rusher right now, the lead back. That's good. Um, Evans is still that guy. Godwin is still that guy. Uh, Antonio Brown, nice compliment to this team. Gronk should be back really, really soon. And once Gronk's back, try stopping him. But I got bucks. Up next to the Sunday night game, we got my Cowboys versus the Vikings. We're going to Minneapolis. Um, I think both teams had a bye last week. I know Cowboys did, but um, Vikings as well. A lot of teams were bye last week. I think it was like six six teams on bye, and I think Vikings was one of them. So both teams are going to be looking fresh. Um, I expect the Cowboys to win. Um, I think by a good touchdown or 10 points, I feel. Um, both teams have offenses, but Cowboys are the only one that has a defense. So I think they'll have some crucial stops happen in this game, cause some turnovers. So, um, that's going to be the difference maker because honestly, Kirk Cousins is playing a very, very efficient game, barely turning the ball over all that sort. He has weapons and Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Davion Cook. They even get their tight end involved. So they got weapons. It's just on the defensive side. I think they have a little bit of a pass rush, but nothing too scary for this offensive line. Um, Yeah, I think Cowboys should have a day against this defense. I'm thinking they're going to be scoring over 30. I think Vikings should at least score 28. Should be like 34-28. I think that's what the final score is going to be. I got Dallas covering two and a half point spread. And they'll be over 54 and a half points. And to the final game, the Monday night game, we got the Giants. We got the Chiefs. One team coming from a win, other one from loss. It's not who you think, though. Chiefs coming back from that loss. They need a bye quick. They need that bye week to come in super quick because... Ugh. it's not looking pretty for them. They're forcing situations to happen, and it's not good. I, I don't think the Chiefs line is is that good because they're putting Patrick Mahomes in these situations where he has to force something and do too much, and it's not working in his favor, not like the last year's. And um, possibly if this Giants gets to him, Giants team could get to him again. He might be making the same mistakes. But um, I think the Chiefs can adjust and um, not a repeat, not repeat a performance like last week. Um, going with the Giants, they have a lot of injuries as well. Saquon's still out. I don't think he's going to be ready for this game. Defense is banged up. Receiving core is banged up. But they did pull together a win against the Panthers defense. But they've been on a rut right now. But I just don't see this Giants team beating the Chiefs. Um, do I think it's going to be a higher scoring game? Possibly, possibly. I think Giants could put some scrap some points on the board against this Chiefs D. But I think the Chiefs will win. But they're not covering their spread. I think it's going to be a close game, weirdly. Um, it's a 10-point spread, but I'm going against the spread with the Giants. And I think it'll be over 52 points. 
that is it with my quick picks. This is going to be for week eight. You know the drill. Go ahead, compare your picks with me. Talk the picks with me. You know, share. Do all that stuff. Why not? I like to talk all this stuff. And I like to play play some bets on it. So, you know. Don't use me for betting advice. Yada, yada, yada. I am not a reliable source. I do this for just, you know, fun. So, if you copy my picks and try to put a bet on it, it's not my fault. Trust me, because if I put my bets on them and I'm losing like this. <laughs> but, that is my quick picks. I'm here with Buds and Sports. You know what to do. Follow us. Subscribe to us. Do whatever you need to do to keep yourselves updated with Buds and Sports. We got a lot of content for y'all. We're on podcast streaming services. All you got to do is look up Buds and Sports. We are there. And we will provide all the content for you. FYI, we are doing NBA stuff right now. So I th- I think what the schedule is going to be is Thursday we drop like weekly recaps of what went on for the NBA for the week. We might do weekly. We might do bi-weekly. I'll see what the team and see what we say because there's just a lot of games always going on. It's hard to keep up, but um, we'll do re- we'll do recaps of basically every time we get together, see what's happening, see what's not happening, you know, who's hot, who's not, who's in a rut, you know, and who's going to break off the rust and get going, so... Things of that sort. We're moving in the right direction. So it's great to see. But give us all our supports. We're on social medias. We're everywhere. Buds and sports. Buds and sports. Buds and sports. I'm Spuddy McGee. I'm out. <laughs>